Hey, welcome into another edition of Unlock with Fox's Brock Stewart. I am Lance Taylor from the next round. This is on Disrupt the Media. Like, subscribe, give us a thumbs up. It is always brought to you by our friends at MyBookie. Use that code next round. Get that first deposit bonus, mybookie.ag. So we start NFL, big game Saturday. And it seems like two teams going in different directions. Denver heads into Detroit to take on the Lions. The Lions look like one of the best teams in the NFL. They have now lost two of three. Denver gets walked off the field, giving up 70 to Miami earlier this year. And I was one of those guys. I was like, look, I think Sean Payton is an overrated coach. Hmm. Um, I think he had a great quarterback. Uh, I thought it was a, a nice system. Um, all of that, they got one championship. And I know championships are tough. Yeah. But I was one of those. I don't know if he's an elite coach. And now the way they've turned this corner, because you've been in those locker rooms before. When you start losing like that, and it seems hopeless, and they were one in five. I mean, you are dead and gone at one and five. Yep. And to be able to pivot and be in the position they are right now to make a postseason run, it's pretty incredible. It is. It's pretty, pretty darn extraordinary. And living in the Rocky Mountains, Lance, and listening to it, one thing people don't know enough of is, and you know, Philly's a brutal market. Boston's a brutal market. New York's a brutal market, right? Detroit, Chicago, they're hard markets. But when it comes to the number of media members that cover their NFL team, I want to say Denver's second in the league. They are watched. They are beloved. They had been hugely successful for a long time under Pat Boland. They were like a ratings bonanza. They were the team that you wanted to get on, that the networks fought to put on with Elway and, and then Manning. And like the brand was so freaking strong. And to see it, you know, just over the last five, six, seven years start to crumble. Well, you see why this ownership group said, nope, you know, we got to have somebody, we got to bring somebody in, a big boy that's done this before. Yeah, and you may critique it and you may say some of it was dirty and and certainly the, the league wasn't real happy with Bounty Gate and and Sean has got his critics and everything else. But you can't deny that the guy knows how to coach, that he learned under Parcells, that he's brought just a firm, stern, professional hand to say enough of this nonsense. Everything that went on the year before with Russ in the ridiculousness and the entourage in his own office and Sierra in the building – and just the you know just wackadoodle stuff. He just cut it out at the knees. Said nope, absolutely not. And Russell, you're going to throw it 25 times, and you're going to run, and you're going to get back to being the Russell you were in Seattle because your image and your Hall of Fame track was totally tarnished last year. And we're going to get back to to doing it the way that we have to do it, and that's run the ball, play great defense, and that to me has been Lance the biggest thing. Like. They got rid of Randy Gregory. They got rid of Frank Clark. They gave up 70 points. Like, you thought this thing was just done. They were all calling for Vance Joseph's head in this town. All wanted him fired. Had already fired him as a head coach in a previous stint here in Denver, and they were done with him. And to see the job that he has done, and then Sean playing complimentary to it, and Russell buying in, it's been a powerful trifecta for them to turn it around. Hey, I'm going to be a doubter, I guess, uh, this entire segment. Because on the other side... Coming into the season, maybe the most hyped team, the sexy Trinity team, was the Detroit Lions. Yep. And, boy, they jumped out of the gate. And outside of that loss in Detroit to Seattle against what we thought at that time was a really good team, uh, Detroit started cruising. But, again, they've lost two or three right now. You know, their quarterback situation, Jared Goff was playing with a ton of confidence. And, you know, I go back being a Rams guy to that 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 deal with Matt Stafford and Jared Goff. It's one of the few that works out for both, both organizations. Yep. Yep. And I don't know where Jared Goff is right now, but why do you think this team has 
ticked down a little bit and they look uh, kind of average right now. Yeah, defensively, they got some real limitations still. And offensively, they're turning the ball over. So you're not playing that complimentary ball, right? And it's, and I think offensively, this is a, a team that's loaded. I absolutely love their offensive line. I think they can dominate at the line of scrimmage. And when you've got that group, and that's what I think before the season I was most excited about, is here's a team with a head coach that isn't just about fire and brimstone and, you know, just eating people's, you know, kneecaps like he, he he walks it and he's built the team accordingly uh some freaky edge rushers powerful offensive line yes you know great weaponry but that's where the team team was going to start and i think they're still very good there but some of the limitations defensively on the back end um, they've been exposed in that way and i don't diminish even though it's big boy professional football i don't diminish lance the fact that they've not been here before that matters Right, established cultures and in places like New England and and Pittsburgh and Pete for so many years in Seattle. Like this is just the standard. This is what we do, and you know this is the way that we play. And it's not one game. And I was listening to Jared Goff this week talk about that because he did it in L.A. You know, all the way to to a Super Bowl and understood. You know, to a Super Bowl appearance didn't ultimately win it, but understood what it took to get to that end of that marathon. And that was, you know, the standard. It's, it's, what's Detroit been, Lance? I mean, where have they been? When, when, when was the last time they, they won I mean, with this expectation? They won, what, one postseason game, I think, in 1990 or 91. That was their only postseason win in, like, 60 years, something and insane you could say, like oh, that. that doesn't matter. That's just the outside. That's just the Lance and the Brocks and the Unlocked and the My Bookies making all this outside noise. No, it matters when this group has never done it before. When you're going to uncharted waters, right? When you're taking on new territory, when you're living with this expectation and now this target, like you're out for, you're not just the, you know, you see this all the time. And it was my concern with Geno Smith and it's lived out a little bit this year. It's easy to be the backup. It's so much easier to come and be the underdog. It is so much easier to write that script, right? To, to prove the haters wrong. Well, now you're out front. Now what? Now you're out front, Detroit. Now you're one of the best teams. Now you're going to win, it looks like, this NFC North. Can you go close the deal? Can you go finish? Can you live in a world of expectations? I think those things are real, and that's some of the hurdle as well. And just psychologically and emotionally and just culturally as a team, they're, they're fighting on top of some of the limitations they do have defensively. He is Fox's Brock Hewer. This is Unlocked on Disrupt the Media. I'm Lance Taylor from the next round. Make sure you like, subscribe, give us that thumbs up. Okay, so which one of these teams – do you trust more rolling into January, Denver or Detroit? I think Detroit, just because of that that offensive line. I, I, I love those guys. I've, I've always been a guy, and this is probably born in 1996 when I played behind one of the best offensive lines in college football. And there was big old Bob Sapp, and big old Benji Olsen, and big old badass Olin Krutz. And we just, I mean, I got to feel them just dominate people and humiliate people and break another team's will. I got to watch, uh, you know, the, the 91 team in Seattle do it. I got to watch the Seattle Seahawks up close and personal, right? When I was there with Walter Jones and Steve Hutchinson, saw them go to a, a Super Bowl in 05. And then ultimately what Pete built is a the big bully in 12 and 13 and 14 and 15 in Seattle. And when you got those guys and that permeates and that's your identity, I like those teams in January. It's what Philadelphia did a season ago. It's certainly what San Francisco has done over the last few years as well. Give me those line of scrimmage teams in January. It's Unlocked with Fox's Brock Hewitt, brought to you by MyBookie.ag.